gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. I took an arrow to the heart. I never kissed a mouth that tastes like yours. Strawberries and something more. distracted by a devil's game tonight, but it's okay. Let me bring on my co-host. First of all, the man currently eating a burrito and ready for Thanksgiving. Sal, how you doing? I'm, I got dizzy bopping back and forth to that song. <laughs> I almost forgot to say, the biggest heel in podcasting as proven... Oh I, oh, I forgot something. The biggest heel in podcasting and Mr. Self himself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Damn right. Oh my god. All right. Um, we'll do that our other co-host. The man, the myth, the legend, a wrestling historian, and the man who, until about 20 minutes ago, did not finish the chicken I made for him for some reason. Mark, Dad, how you doing? <laughs> I did finish it. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm doing, I, I'm doing fine. <laughs> I have my sweatshirt on. It's a little nippy outside. That's what she said. No, that's <laughs> nipply. That's nipply. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god! You hey, have to explain it. But but at, at least I can say one thing. At, at least Tom Holland and Zendaya is probably going to last longer than uh, Camilo Cabello and uh, what's his name? Juan Mendez. You know the fact that they had a six-year relationship is not long enough for you. Uh-huh. No, I, I think that she's more relevant than he is. I'm not wrong. Sucky bus. No, that's Taylor Swift. I'm sorry I say it out loud. No, Taylor Swift is a man-eater. There's a difference. There's a, difference. There's a big difference. You, you I thought that was Hall and Oates. No, they, they wrote the song about her. There you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> Seven Hall degrees of separation. Hall and Oates. Now, that does make sense. Hall and Oates had the song called Man-Eater. Oh, yeah, it all yeah, ties yeah. together. It all ties together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. There you go. It ties together. Uh, so, <laughs> Taylor Swift... When Taylor Swift was younger, she listened to the song, and then she became one? Well, that that's how she wrote both of her damn songs. Uh-huh. There you go. At least, at least some Liberty Rodrigo is just a one relationship that she wrote an entire album about. It's not multiples. 
<laughs> the difference. All right. That being said, let's start the show as we can get started here. Help support the show and find all the partners you can find in the show and other products we work on at theblakeandsalshow.com. Sal. Uh, yes, and you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies. Um, you could pre-order that random Nash Bridges movie that's coming out <laughs> and more from our Tee Public store. Uh, <laughs> go to our website, uh, click on the link, or go to Tee Public and search The Blake and Sal Show. Or wait, 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 you can also go to belowthecollar.com and search the show and get shirts there. And you can also pre-order the exclusive 4K version of the Nash Bridges random movie <laughs> from Below the Collar. Wait a minute. Don't we have the uh, Cell and Blake show like breakup CD? That... Why are we breaking? Why are we breaking? It's been Blake and Sal show for over nine years. Why are you flipping? Are you no, flipping I'm talking about the CD that people can play for when they have their breakups. You're ruining my dinner. <laughs> All right, what's 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 gonna break? We'll come back. I got a few things I gotta get out. I gotta get out of this. I gotta get out of the way here. Okay. All right, we're back. First of all, follow up from last week's show. So last week we had our big four hundred show. By the way, I want to thank everyone for downloading the show. It was one of our most downloaded shows we've had in a while, and it has nothing to do with the fact it was an AEW preview show. Anyway, <laughs> no. But no. Anyway, I thank everybody for listening to last week's show. I know we got a lot of reactions to the video I put up of the um. Google Translate game. It was a lot of fun last week. So I, I thank you again to everybody that helped us last week. Um, Even I want to shout out. Uh, what was that? Even was the that haters. Yes, even the haters. Um, I do <laughs> want to shout out though three people who wanted to be involved last week. Tim Nidell had a family situation come up, and he forgot to call in a voicemail. <laughs> he just completely forgot. Um, so he apologizes for that. So I want to shout out to him. Um, Marie Gonzalez was going to come on the show and help us preview AEW, but uh, she had a death in the family, so she could not come on the show. And then she just didn't have a chance to call it a voicemail. And Scotty, I want to shout out to him because he was moving last week. He was moving the wife and the kids down to Texas last week. And um, he was meant to call the show. He was all set. He had the, he had the Zoom line on his phone and he lost track of the time and literally zoomed into the show 15 minutes after we were done. Is he an hour behind? How did he lose track? No, he's not an hour behind. He's the same time zone. He's the same time zone as, oh. as me, as us. He's Texas and Wisconsin are the same time zone. So I find that hard to believe, but okay. It is. I, I, I me and him have talked about this. Me and him have actually talked about this. So that's why I know for a fact. <laughs> so I just want to shout out those people right there. All right. Quick plugs. First of all, I mentioned this last week, but I mentioned it again. This past Monday on the All About the podcast, I um, co hosted, I actually know, I guest hosted. The show. Um, it, it was me and Mandy's breakdown of their Disney trip back in June. I actually played that over on the other month of Disney podcast. So that was really cool. Thank you to Brian for letting me do that because his wife, um, Amy Ripper, his wife had a kid last week, which is why he couldn't do the show. So we put the show up because his wife gave birth to their fourth for their third kid. So there you go. Third <laughs> congratulations, kid. Congratulations to them. That's and great. Um, I was on this week's um, episode of Wildcat Minute. Tuesday and Thursday, breaking down the song Work This Out from High School Musical 2. And the second episode is like twice the length of the first episode because we had a lot of fun in the second half. had nothing to do with the movie, but it was a really, really fun segment in the second half of the show. It was really a lot of fun. So go download that uh, Wildcat Minute. The links are like all over our social medias. So there you go. It's cool. Musical, the musical, the musical, the musical minute. No, it's High School Musical 2, Wildcat Minute. 
Do not do not mess up the show title because they 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 were good enough to have me on the last season, and I'm going to be on again next year. So, okay. <laughs> so all right, moving back to show. That's a different thing. Yeah, the show is different. The show the show was I was very disappointed by season two. Of, by the way, just going to throw that out there. I was very disappointed by season two of High School Musical the Couple Series. <laughs> but um, more the ending than anything else. Anyway, let's move on. I want to have a couple of notes before we get into the wrestling stuff. Um, for, for, for those now on the audio side, not seeing from the picture, this is a picture. I am wearing my Peloton t shirt. The reason I'm doing that is because I want to say that I am I, I, I'm laughing my ass off at the Dancing with the Stars super fans that are complaining that Cody Rizby made it to the finals. I have been laughing my ass off at this because Why are they the complaining Peloton, about that? Because he had the lowest scores last week and he bumped out two big people because they're fan voting. So the fan voting. That happens every year. <laughs> I know. I know. So that's the fun part for me. Because the Peloton community has completely, completely changed the landscape of the voting system for dancing with the stars. And he hasn't even been in the bottom two or three the entire season. <laughs> and now he's in the finals. So I just wanted to well, say I'm loving this. I'm loving when it. When you're going up against Jojo Suya, you know. Oh, Jojo's gonna probably win the season. JoJo's gonna probably win the season, and she deserves it. She actually deserves to win this season, as my personal opinion. She's the only one that got two perfect scores last week. And she's the only one. And as I said to Mandy, because Daddy haven't been watching, so let's just say this. I said to Mandy last week. Okay. She's the only one that went into the semifinals, and remember, she was in the semifinals <laughs> because it was like I'm going to go all out, go crazy, and got two forties, while everyone else. Oh. Did not so like you're the only one that really deserves to be in the finals here. Oh, well, sorry, and I forgot Amanda decided to do a crazy up dance to her late husband Nick Cordero to his song. So if the judges did not give her a forty, there would have been like a riot in the studio. <laughs> it was that kind of thing. <laughs> but no, yeah, Dad, you're like that. To me, with JoJo, I, I. I... Kind of look at it as it's somewhat being unfair because she's a professional dancer. Three out of the four people have professional dancing experience in the finals. That's not <laughs> what the show is all about, though. I'm just saying, three out of four people in the finals. The only one I think was the um, I forgot it was from the NBA, who was the first NBA person to ever make it to the finals. I can't think of his name right now, but three out of four people have dance experience. So, like, that's how the season's been. Uh, I wanted to address that because I thought it was funny. Sal, okay. there was one more story I want to get into before we get into wrestling. Kind of a transition into wrestling because it affects the wrestling business as well. The home, the former home of WrestleMania 21, the home of the LA Lakers and the LA Clippers and the Kings, right? Yeah, the Kings. Mm-hmm. They um they played the Staples Center. Well, as of when we went to bed the other night, it was the Staples Center. When we woke up the other night, the next morning, we find out. The Staples Center on Christmas Day is going to be renamed the Crypto.com Center. That's right. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> this reminds me. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Crypto to millennials, they know what it's about. It's the cryptocurrency. No, I know what people, it is. It's just funny to tell us that the okay. is being named after it. But <laughs> people that are not millennials that have gone through, like, here in Wisconsin, the cryptosporidium craze, which is a wholly different term altogether, which is just boggles the imagination why someone would name us a wonderful stadium the CryptoCom Stadium. It's why don't you just money. call it, no, no, Dad, why don't you call it the Shit House Stadium? 
Dad, I'm telling you the reason. Yeah, they paid but... for it. They paid for it. <laughs> well, if, if the people that make Pepto Bismol would pay for it, they can call it the shit house stadium. Wow, I didn't know you were gonna hate what? this as much as me. You're having fun with it. I didn't know you're gonna hate it so much. It's just weird the, the whole naming thing. I mean, if you're gonna name something, name something. It's what the ownership they paid for. Now, this you know what this reminds me of. You'll laugh at this. You'll get this one. When the Devils went on a road trip back, I forgot what year it was, 97, I want to say. And it was the Brendan Burn Arena. And then they come back from a road trip and it's the Confidence Lawyer Lions Arena. Yeah. <laughs> what is the middle, in the of, the middle of a road trip? And we, and I don't even remember hearing about it. I remember hearing about it the day they came back from the road trip. <laughs> Can I also mention um, with the announcement of the name change? Yes. The crypto.com coin right that you can trade shot up almost 200% at the end wow wow <laughs> damn it's gone down since it's gone down since but it's still up like 50% that's crazy so <laughs> how much money did they pay to have the name change i don't know i didn't look that part up i'm um, real fast i actually don't know i want to say 600 million but i can't remember was that in crypto or real money Probably well, real obviously money. real money. Obviously okay. real money. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Here I got it. I got it. Seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, that's according to uh, that's according to LA, according to LA Times. Seven hundred million dollars. So, so there <laughs> is a company that has got seven hundred million dollars just to throw away. Crypto.com. If you want to give more money away, hey, you know, we're over here. Remember, Dad, the American Family Field, Miller Park. I know. I'm reminding you of that. But I'm reminding can, you. Can we, have naming, can we have naming rights for the Blake and Sal show? No, because I don't want to change our name. We're branded. We're we right couldn't branded. even. We couldn't even get like a, a a pony stable named after us. Are you sure? We, maybe we can put it in a petition. The closest, the closest we have gotten is getting our name up on like side that Wizard World. That's the closest we've gotten to getting branding of any kind. Wow! <laughs> and and maybe like awesome. a sticker on a car. I'm not gonna lie. It's awesome as fucking hell to have your name show your name on a platform at Wizard World. That's fucking awesome as hell. But <laughs> can't we get at least like a little banner for uh, some parade that we can be involved in or something? That would be cool. Yeah, I, I would actually wouldn't mind doing that. Actually, that would actually be cool. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Well, on that note, let's do this. Can somebody call for the nature boy Rick Flair to come on here and say a thing or two? Apparently, you all deserve it. Under the sea, under the sea. Oh, get the light down. It's me! But don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Akuna Matata! What are all your full frames? <laughs> Stop! Listen! Because... Because... Lance Catamaran. All right. Let's get back into the wrestling side of things. This past week was AEW full gear. And I got to admit, AEW does not do um, bad shows. 
They, they can't. They can't do a bad show. Like, even their worst show is better than some company shows. Like, I just can't. I can't. They have a, they did have another great show. So, um, I will say overall thoughts, your best match of the night. And I, I will sort of stop first. I know he, as someone who was working that whole day and then had to watch the show until midnight his time, led to show <laughs> issues. I would like to say so. Um, I'm going to say this on the air. So if anyone wants to give me shit, give me shit. I was laughing, laughing, because I dealt with this for two years on Saturday <laughs> night shows, going to work on Sunday mornings, and going to work after going to bed at like 1130, because I was so fucking exhausted after shows, and like energetically exhausted, and having to get up like literally four hours later to go to work, four hours later to go to work. <laughs> so I did not feel that for you, but Sal, go ahead. <laughs> so I'm still like trying to get used to my new work schedule, uh, which is like crazy to think because it's it's been about six weeks now since I've moved to day shift. And right. um, dude, I mean, I've been, I ever, my, my, I'm still deal, I'm still trying to figure out my schedule, and I've had it since August, so don't put that up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when, when when you've worked the overnight shift for you know almost three years, it's like it's hard to transition back. So like. You know, normally midnight was like the middle of my day, and now it's like you know I'm usually asleep for four hours. So <laughs> that is funny. Um, that is really funny. The body is yeah, still mean, getting used to it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I I enjoy a four hour pay per view if it's four hours of nonstop good. Like if it's like four hours of like you know WWE, then I would like say something, but. Um, uh, you know, but uh, supposedly this is like the norm for them because you know they only do four pay per views a year or whatever. So. Yeah, I said that, I said I mean, that to you during the show. Yeah, so like, show. I'm I'm okay with it, but like you know, I, yeah, I get a little cranky when I'm like tired. So yeah, well, I, I enjoyed the show. Like I thought it was a great show. So um, we're getting to, and not as great as All Out. All Out still the standard bearer this year for great shows. Well, but overall, I thought it was a great show. Um, Dad, what do you think? Uh, this has to rank right up there, very close to uh, all out, only because when AEW does a pay per view and Tony Khan is basically, you know, got everything all mapped out for nice progression and segue, there's more wrestling than dribble, which is basically great with the fans. So, kudos to Tony Khan for basically doing everything right. And uh, for presenting it and tying it up with a bow, and it's like, here you go, let's give it a let's give it a whirl. And, and you know, so far, everything that he's done with pay per views has turned out right. Well, but I, I what I liked, I heard that Tony. Oh, oh, I'll bring this up here. Obviously, Hangman Page is the AEW World Champion now, which was amazing, and apparently. Two years ago, he had planned out his four four champions, and obviously a pandemic happened in the middle of it all. But his four four champions are the people he said he wanted to be in order. So that says a lot about long term booking in Tony Khan. <laughs> it says a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm impressed by that because it's like the fact that a pandemic happened and you still were able to keep up with whatever you wanted to do despite all the issues that happened this year, and you're the person you wanted to become champion going off on paternity leave. Right in the middle of a big push. Like, that's a lot. If you look at overall AEW, okay, who, what organization basically started to basically 
have people in the audience and stands through the pandemic to basically give well, how... okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. In WWE's defense. Yeah, go ahead. The Khan family owns an outdoor facility. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. the WWE, WWE did not own an outdoor facility. AW owns an outdoor facility. So, like, uh-huh. I, no, no, I, I, I I'm, not saying, I'm not saying so it's not, it's, that, that's on them because that's how it works. I know. In defense, Tony, the, the Khan family happened to own a building outdoors and they can use the big fans back. So, like, <laughs> you know, but here's, regardless of outdoors or not, you could take steps to make it better or safer for no, fans they, to they come, come to back. In the building. They weren't allowed to have people in the building for a year. Yeah, not, a, not at the beginning. Definitely not. The, yeah, like, I know that. The only reason AEW was able to have people because they were outdoors. As, that is as, why. But <laughs> as is things, like, okay. yeah, but as things <laughs> progressed and people got vaccinated and things like that, you could have took the other precautions and, and the put... The problem is that, that, you know, that, that, that here's the problem. Your, okay. your timeline skewed. Your timeline, timeline skewed, skewed because the vaccination did not start until the beginning of this year. Like that's the problem. You, you're, 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 the, the vaccination didn't start until right before, like around WrestleMania time, for the whole world. So, like, you can't say that when vaccination didn't start until the beginning of the year. So, like, okay, <laughs> I, thought, like, I know, know, I know, I, I'm, I know you're trying to make a point, but at the same time, go with the facts that the vaccinations were not a thing until like March. So, like, I, you know, I, I guess this is just becoming as a, an old school fan is that I rather watch a show where there is audience interaction. Than oh, no, I agree. I agree with that. No. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. So, match of the night, match of the night, guys. We're going pick match of the night. Dad, go first since we're talking. So, match of the night. Okay. Match of the night, I got to go with the main event Kenny Omega yeah. and Hangman, Hangman Adam Page. Fair enough. I'm torn between that, but I really, really, really enjoyed the um, False Can Anywhere match with Jurassic Express, um, Christian Cage, and the Young Bucks, and Adam Cole. I love that match so much. I know it was long, but it was so much fun. <laughs> it was a great match. I've never seen a dinosaur word scenes before. That was awesome. <laughs> I was, by the way, Mandy was very disappointed when Jungle Boy shaved his beard off for dynamite. She was very disappointed. I thought he was doing the whole no shave November thing. I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. He shaved for dynamite. Yeah. Oh, but, he brought, okay. he did bring, but he did bring it up at least. He brought up the fact that he shaved. But okay. like, man, he was very sad that he shaved because she was really like, like loving Jungle Boy with the beard. I I, I liked him with facial hair because I gave more of the um, what is it? Man, look, it like, like rugged, rugged, rugged look because he's too much of a baby face without the facial hair. He looks like an adult. <laughs> Looks like a jungle man, not a jungle boy. Jungle bump, but I'm bump. Anyway, the other big surprise that came out of the show was Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, David. I did not see this one coming. Like, I did not expect it. Because I'm like, because normally, Sal, you know, normally we hear things, we hear rumors. Like, we knew right. about Brian Dales, we knew about Adam Cole, we knew about this stuff going in. And not in my rightest mind that I haven't seen Jay Lethal on an AW pay per view. That <laughs> was so unexpected. This was a good kept secret because I don't think Tony dropped any hints. No, there was nothing. There was no hints. And a matter of fact, from what I heard at the um, from what I heard for the um, for the post show scrums, apparently they made the deal like two days before the show, and they didn't even meet each other until about thirty minutes before he went out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> it me. Let it me, like, that's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I got to give kudos to Tony for this because um, the amount of years that Jay has been in the business, right? He, he brings a lot of not only experience, but he also brings another type of, if you want to call it flavor, to the organization. I agree. I agree with that 100%. So, your thoughts on Jay Luthor? Um, unexpected. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> well, what's interesting? Contract. It's not just like an open door thing or whatever. Yeah, he's he's all elite. Like, it's a big deal. I don't know how long his contract is, but this is the first Ring of Honor wrestler to officially sign out with somebody else. Like, this is the first person since the mm-hmm. ROH thing broke. So, that's a big deal as well. You know, like, what's interesting about that for me? Like, the first like big Ring of Honor star signed somewhere else. Before final battle, like right. wow, um, I do say you threw him right into the main event against Sammy Guevara. Guevara, I had to say that correctly, or if you didn't hear this, don't kill me. Uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was one of the ma- best matches Sammy Guevara has had by himself. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really enjoyed that main event. I know Sal, you watched the whole match that came in near the end, but so that match was fantastic. It, 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 I mean. From what I saw, uh, he really took Sammy to the limit. And, yeah, it was uh, a what I appreciated about it that I told Mandy and Salvis as we were watching the match. It was a great storytelling match. We don't get storytelling matches much like that in town matches, especially in AEW or anywhere really. We don't get good storytelling right. matches that often. And like also like maybe Roman Reigns matches, but we don't get that. So like we're watching a story of Sammy trying to climb up. He has the bruised ribs. And like all the kind of stuff, I was like, "This is a fantastic story!" Like, it was so into it by the end. <laughs> so, any comment? Yeah, I agree. Um, he uh, he really he had a great debut. I mean, th- th- you really can't ask for a better debut uh, than a match of that kind of uh, uh, with that kind of action. And uh, it was. What's the there's there, there's a word I'm thinking of, but that I can't think of. Okay. But it, it it um it just it, it was good. It was perfect. You know what I mean? Like it just everything about it was great. It, it was not boring at all. When it broke no. the commercial, usually I don't pay attention, and I paid attention to the picture in picture. Picture in um, picture. <laughs> That's picture in picture on our Zoom screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he uh, he 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 had a fantastic debut, and like that's how it should be done. You know, you you have to go in with a bang and you have to really prove yourself on the first night. And that's what he did. It, to me, it was the pace of the match, the continuity that just, it, it flowed together really well, you know? And of course you've got the haters going, why should Jay Lethal get a shot at a title? When he actually, just came no, company? no, no, that, that, that actually, there was no haters. You know why there was no haters on this? It's not even because it was Jay Lethal. There was no haters. The reason is, no, no, no. Let me just say something. Let me explain it. Okay. I'm explaining it Go to ahead. you. Right. AEW yeah. has made a point that anybody can come in and challenge the TNT championship. Right. They had made a point of this going back to Cody, Cody's, Cody's run when he was having open challenges every week. Anybody can challenge this title no matter what that's the how we got it, Eddie, Eddie where Kingston. It Eddie Kingston. That's how um and who else was like Bobby Fish came in that way. Like mm-hmm. people coming like that way all the time. Like Danny Garcia came in and challenged for Miro for the belt. Like it's how they do things. You know what I mean? Like you, that's how this belt always is. And if you keep that going, 
that's great for this belt because it has a different, just completely different from any other belt in the company. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope they do the same thing for the TBS title for the women. I really hope they do the same thing where they do open challenges. So. I hope so. Like, I would love to see someone like a Jordan Grace just pop up and challenge for the TBS championship next year or something like that. Like, that would be cool. Sure. You know? Oh, I, that'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> like, that'd be awesome. Name, yeah. But so. you know, if you look at the talent that Tony has now, a lot of it. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm old. Oh, I should say old. Ring oh, of Honor alum, alumni that are there. I mean, if you look old. at I mean, it, they're old. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean alumni. <laughs> I mean. You got the Young Bucks, you got Adam Cole, you got Adam Page, Bobby Fish is showing up, you know, Brian Danielson, American Dragon, you know, all these guys that were established Ring of Honor stars that went into other things. And it's like old home week, you know. I like it. And I like it, though. I like it. You know, and and I think that the atmosphere in the locker room is better for it that way. So I got. Um, I have uh, three things I'm going to have. One I wanted to bring up from the Sammy Guevara match. So, TJ passed out before that match happened last night. And he's a massive Sammy Guevara fan, if people don't know that of the show. Massive fan, ridiculous fan. Um, so, he didn't know the results of the match. But he, I woke him up this morning at like 6.30 after my workout. I woke him up to get him ready for school. And he hadn't even touched his tablet yet. So, he had no idea what was going on. So, I'm like, yeah, you missed Sammy Guevara versus um, Jay Lethal. And he's like, well, how'd the match go? Like, groggy. And I'm like, well, this is exactly how I said it. Well, Sammy was hurt. He had bandaged up ribs. And it was a really good match. And it stopped my sentence and stuff like that. And CJ started getting pissed off. He's like, don't tell me he lost. Don't tell me he lost. And Sammy won. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you fat, you fool. I enjoyed that way too fucking much this morning. Messing with my kid this morning. I enjoyed that way too much. Um, Good. But my understanding is that Sammy's only 23 years old. Yeah, he is. He's a kid. He's a kid at the end of the day. Um, number two, um, I want to make a comment about Brian Danielson and Hang and um, Hangman Page's opening promo. We don't do opening promos on Dynamite much. But holy shit, am I now excited for this feud? <laughs> I am so fucking excited for this because I did not expect him to turn Brian heel for this feud. I did not expect that. I didn't expect Sal to freak out over the over hearing the word WrestleMania on AEW television. Oh my god, I, freaking out! <laughs> um, so Dad, you, you, you were at home for the Brian promo, right? You were at home for that? No, I wasn't. So Brian, come down to the ring. He can. Oh, for for that, Kenny. I think he turned babyface at the beginning of all this by actually saying, "I'm hurt." Congratulations, Hangman. You won the belt. I'm going to go deal with some injuries. And then turns to the Bucks and Adam Cole saying, I want you guys to be in charge to take care of things while I'm gone. Cole says, we'll take care of everything cleaner. He's like, no, I was talking to them. And then he walks off the frame. I'm like, well, that was an interesting conversation. But then you have Hangman in the room, the dark order. And then Brian comes out and congratulates him, shakes his hand. And then he says, oh, I guess cowboy shit means you don't wrestle. Because the day after WrestleMania, after I won the world title, I wrestled a match the very next night. <laughs> Oh and I practically whoa. choked on my popcorn. Like, whoa! That's an <laughs> line. But no, I really expect, I did not expect him to turn Brian heel for this year. But wow, he's such an asshole. So, like, he's such an asshole. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting the, the crazy Brian Danielson. As I said to Sal, 
if I can just get one match where he yells, where the referee yelled at him to break a count, he just looked at the referee and was like, I got five. I got five, ref. I did one of those. I just did one from the old Ring of Honor days. Just like you did one time, and I'll be happy as fucking hell. <laughs> so I'm guessing, does this mean that Ryan's beard will become longer and his hair will become longer and he'll flip I don't up? know. I don't know. I don't think I don't think Bree will allow that this time. I mean, it might scare his children, actually. <laughs> but no, I the cool part is the great part about the story mm-hmm. is that number one, Brian's attitude is amazing. But number two, it's it's almost like Tony Khan planned this storyline when they were booking the shows. Because it just so happens that the next three shows we're gonna be in hometown the Dark Order members. <laughs> mm, gee, go figure. But, but it's just like it's so weird how this happened to be planned out. We're, we're in Hangman's mm. hometown now. Next how week, we're in Cochabana's hometown. And then there's two more weeks where we're in the hometown of Doug Horton members. I'm like, damn it, Tony Khan, you planned this perfectly. Like, holy shit, My, you're brilliant. Nah, you're brilliant. Yes. You're brilliant. It's, <laughs> it's just a coincidence. No, it's not a coincidence. You don't plan this out. You don't book shows when you're trying to redo shows. And... <laughs> You just happen to, well, I'll give you the, you just happen to be in Chicago next week because you're always there the day after before Thanksgiving. But like, you just happen to be, I forgot where they are the week after. And then the week after that, you're in New York. You just happen to be there. <laughs> you just happen to be in the for three weeks in a row, right in the middle of this big feud. <laughs> like, wow. So I just wanted to throw that out there and just shout out to, I forgot the third thing I was going to say. It'll come back to me. I don't remember what the third thing was. It'll come back to me eventually. So let's move on to our pay-per-view this week. Can I be as thrilled to prove this show? I have no idea. Oh, oh I, remember, I remember. Wade Keller. I remember. So funny story. So okay. Wade Keller has been doing a show on um, on the Torch side. Um, mm-hmm. it's, called, there, it's an aew centric show. He's been doing it this month because him and the Torch crew and a whole bunch of people are going to the show in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time he's ever had an AEW show. Obviously, pandemic and everything. And he obviously is Wade Keller and them, and they get to go to the basket and scrum. Well, him and him and Tony Khan are close friends now for the last two years, and they have each other's phone numbers, and they've done a, he's done their show, and they text back and forth. Apparently, when he asks a question, like he has a really good relationship with Tony Khan now. So we're at the um, he's at the media scrum, and Wade tells the story. I laugh my ass off. He goes and says, "So after the previous scrum, Tony goes to leave, and Wade says, yells out, hey, Tony, it's me, Wade.'" Tony then turned around. Looks at Wade Keller. He's like, oh, shit. I've been, I, I looked at his mom, who happened to be there. Tony Cousins, my parents were there. Looked at his mom and said, you have to meet this guy. I've been reading him since I was in seventh grade. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that was a great story. I was like, that's the wow. <laughs> So now I remember that's what I was going to say. So, so um, before we that, get into it, yeah. Um, yeah, besides a shoulder injury, what else? Is he has vertigo. Freaking Omega has vertigo. If I remember correctly, vertigo is kind of like where your balance is a little off and he was, you're he wrestled kind of afraid of the pace. last he wrestled the last he wrestled this past Saturday's match with vertigo issues. <laughs> okay. Which is insane, which is absolutely nuts if you think about it. Like that's insane. You have a shoulder injury plus vertigo issues, plus there was another nagging injury he had during a title reign. I forgot what the other injury was. But like he has multiple injuries, vertical wow. problems. Yeah, he deserves some time off. You deserve some break. That, <laughs> yeah, break. yeah, he does definitely. <laughs> um, oh, before I get to Cyber Series, I want to make a note to people listening. I have not finished the new Japan show from Saturday night yet. 
I just haven't had the time. I do plan on finishing it after the show airs. I just haven't had the time to watch the second half. Um, I have not seen the Kazuchi Okada Buddy Matthews match yet, but I've heard it's fantastic. But I don't know the results of it, so I didn't want to throw that out there. I wanted to talk about it today, but I haven't had time to finish watching it. So, <laughs> all right, now we get to Survivor Series, which is this weekend show. Wade Keller and freaking Sam Roberts did a 92 minute preview show for the pay review. I have no Oy. idea how they did that. Oy vey. I don't know how they did that. Um, there's not enough here for us to talk about for 20 minutes, a little an hour and a half. <laughs> Uh, I don't have the results to our um, to our, our pitch from last week, mainly because I had training this week. I didn't have time to do it. I'm not going to lie. I okay. didn't have time. I, had, I literally had like 11 hours, the 12 hours of the work training this week. So I ran into my normal routine of doing things this week. So my whole routine this week has been off. So when we come back for the um, next show in December, I'll have it. <laughs> so just to clarify why that's here. Um, anyway, okay. let's do this. We have is WWE Survivor Series. Sal, the one night of the year. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> of course, we have Raw versus SmackDown matches. Um, so before, and literally a little while ago, Mandy let me know that um, the open spot on the women's SmackDown team has been filled. So we will now have a full team for SmackDown women. So we'll do this. We'll do the women's Survivor Series match first. We have Team Raw, okay. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Chris Selena versus Team SmackDown: Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi. Who now turned heel, and I love it. Natalia and Tony Storm. Hmm. So, who wins uh, and who is all survivor? Sell. Um, SmackDown and uh, Shotzi and Tony Storm. Ooh, ooh, okay. I'm gonna go. A, um, I'm gonna go. This. I'm gonna go the safe bet here and go Team Raw. And go Bianca and Liv. Because I don't see them having Bianca lose again and lose the number one contender. <laughs> um, Dad, go ahead. I'm going to go with Raw. And I'm going to go with Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Okay, I'll go with that. I like that. So, I, I love how Soul Survivor, we, both, we all get two people. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, traditional Survivor Series match, the men's side of things is Team Raw, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Okay? What? 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 Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sal, you fell asleep before Raw's over. Um, After Bobby Lashley destroyed Rey Mysterio, um, Adam Pearce came out and pulled Rey Mysterio out of the match, and they replaced him with Austin Theory. (laughs) So that happened. Okay, um, so go ahead and say it. What the fuck? Pretty much. So, I didn't tell you because I wanted to see your natural reaction on the show. That's why I didn't tell you. <laughs> I didn't tell you. What is this beef with know, them? I mean, not like I mind, but what is this beef with them? I have no idea. No idea. My, my thing is, you should have put Dominic in. That would well, Dominic got pulled out because it, Dominic got it out of the match because he lost to Bobby Lashley. So I guess. Yeah, they were both in, and now they're both out. It's weird how that works. Uh, on the other side, it's Team SmackDown is Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Xavier Woods, Happy Corbin, and the, the last person has not been announced yet because Sami Zayn talked his way out of the match. <laughs> because Why? he went, I'm going to explain what happened on SmackDown last week. He went up to Adam Pierce and said, Jeff Hardy should be pulled from the match because he annoyed him. Because <laughs> he annoyed <laughs> Sammy. Well, said well, right there. Adam, Adam went and said, fine. Well, 
Well, for the match with Jimmy, you versus Jeff, and the loser is out of the Survivor Series match. <laughs> and Jeff won. And Jeff won. But the reason this is funny is because Sami Zayn, you know how everyone, I love watching Sami Zayn as a heel because it's entertaining me. Well, they had the, um, the they had the, on the back of the big screen, they had the Survivor Series team on the screen. And they had Sami in the ring, Jeff Hardy music and playing in the background. <laughs> the Hardy music's playing. People are enjoying the Hardy music. And Sammy's standing at the ropes reacting. And all of a sudden, they put the roster, the graphic on the screen, and they erase him off the roster, off the, off the screen right in front of him. And he flipped out in the ring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I almost laughed at that. That was really, really funny. <laughs> so I have no idea who the fifth person is. They have not announced it as of recording. I, 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 I kind of <laughs> heard that Seamus maybe. That, that, that's not bad. I like that idea, actually. I like that idea. Um, Seamus is in a weird thing with um, Rich Holland right now. I don't know what the hell that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, I, I, don't know I, can't fig- I can't figure out that storyline. Oh, sorry, Sal. You don't even know this one. Rich Holland apparently is a Seamus Sam because okay. he apparently loves Seamus, grew up watching Seamus, is a huge fan of Seamus, wants to tag with Seamus, and even told Cesaro that if he tagged with Seamus, he'd be better than the bar. <laughs> I'm not joking. Okay. This is what happened. And, going on us back yeah. Now. It's the weirdest story, but I'm intrigued so, so, by it. But I'm intrigued by it. So, go figure now because it's go figure what's going to happen with the storyline. Oh, man. So, anyway, so you're going to go Seamus to take on the spot, Joe Dad, that you're saying? I, I'm guessing that Seamus is going to be the last pick. I like that pick, actually. I like that. Well, who? Okay, Sal, any, any idea who would smack that pick or either stick with Seamus with us? No, I was thinking Cesaro. Okay, Cesaro's a good pick, too. I like that. I like that. Um, so, who wins this match? Soul Survivor. Yeah, I do start. Oh, jeez. Uh, I, I think both teams think are going to implode because you've got people in there that just egos clash uh but i you know what i'm gonna go and say team raw and i'm gonna basically say that finn balor is the sole survivor okay i like that but it actually makes sense i'm going team smackdown drew mcintyre little sole survivor pinning bobby lashley at the final pin so that he can be strong going to face roman that's what i'm doing on this okay. one sal go ahead I was thinking Raw, and because of his recent turn, uh, Kevin Owens. Ooh, ooh, I like that idea. See, these are all valid answers, though. These are all very valid answers. <laughs> I like that. So, what I like about this stuff, this will affect our standings because we've all picked differently in every one of these matches, and I like it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, by the way, because it's no December show, I'm just going to say if you pick the survivor, if, we'll, we'll count these full survivors as the uh, win loss on our records. This is fun. We don't have a December show to play with, so we'll do that for fun. Sure. Um, let's move on to the Raw versus SmackDown matches. I'm actually really excited for this match because, because I like both teams. It is um, Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, taking on SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Quick note, found this on Wrestling Inc. this morning. Randy Orton, when he enters the ring for this match, will break the record for most matches on pay-per-view in WWE with 177 matches on pay-per-view. Sheesh. And now he, he broke Kane's record. Holy cow. So, and, and yeah, so that's happening this Sunday. I did not know the number. I did not know the thing until this morning when I wrestled on Wrestle Game. So there you go. Um, I, I don't see the Usos losing this, but it should be a lot of fun. Sal, what do you think? Um, 
I think the Usos are probably going to win by cheating or something, I'm sure. Dad. I'm going to go with RK Bro. Okay. I so think in a match the, like this, match like this is a toss up, though, see, too. You know? I, I can see the Usos can afford to lose this because titles aren't on the line. If titles were on the line, then it would be different. I think, though, them losing is terrible for the bloodline. So I'm but interested in how that's going to work. And, and the, the thing is, if you're not putting up the titles, then you know you can eat the loss. Oh, Roman doesn't lose. Roman doesn't lose, though. Roman doesn't like losing. You know this. Roman doesn't like losing. <laughs> well, so all right. Next match, I'm actually looking forward to it again because it's, I papered. This is going to be a great match. There's no reason for it, but I, I, it's a match that I'm looking. I want to see. It is WWE Universal Champion Damian Priest against WWE Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura with. Of course, Brick Boogs and Dom Pat McAfee dancing on the on the on the table. Uh, <laughs> with Pat McAfee wearing skin, and, and Pat McAfee would be wearing his skinny jeans again. I'm not gonna lie, I the Shinsuke Nakamura, Pat McAfee, Rick Boogs is a guilty pleasure for me. I am I'm enjoying it every fucking week. I I am openly made a guilty pleasure. There's no reason for it, but I and everyone knows how much I hated Pat McAfee like a year ago. Yeah. And now like he would have been one of my favorite things with that staff and watching him dance and you, know, you know what's really <laughs> what's what's really comical is when they show him doing the table dance and he's trying to get Cole. Come on, Cole, join me. Come on, Cole. And then accidentally oh. he he hit Cole with his foot. Yeah, he kicked him in the head by accident last week. <laughs> oh, no. My personal favorite was when he sat on Cole's head and just started dancing for no reason whatsoever. There was no reason for that. There was no reason for it. Anyway, um, I like about this match is a toss-up because I don't know who's going to win this, and that's fun. So what do you think? Um, I'm leaning more towards Shinsuke Nakamura. Any reason or just because? I... <sighs> I feel like the whole Damian Priest thing got real stale real fast. And uh, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see any momentum for him. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm torn here. I think Nakamura needs to win more. Honestly, I think he needs to win more as a champion. Mm-hmm. So I think Nakamura is going to win as well, but I wouldn't shock me if it went the other way. Now, what do you think? Well, they're doing, or I think they have done uh heel turn for Damian Priest. So if you well, want to be it's not a heel turn. It's not really a heel turn. But Damian Priest turn is not really a heel turn. It's more of an attitude well, change, which I actually appreciate it. So if you want to be consistent, I would say that Damian Priest needs to have the win. Fair enough. Okay. But, Fair. but here's the other thing. Um with Shinsuke, I for him to basically stay on top. He would have to definitely have need to win, so I I think the edge is going to go to Shinsuke only because okay, fair enough. you know you, you need him to stay on top with the belt in order to keep his storyline going either with the Happy Corbin or with somebody else. All right, um, so we move on to the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte. The only thing intriguing about this is apparently they don't like each other anymore. So there's like real hatred now between these two people in their life. That made this a little more intriguing. So I did. A, I was curious about something because we always joke how like the same people are champions all the time. We okay. joke about that. I did a little research this afternoon, 
um, on the SmackDown versus Raw match. I wanted to see how often we have close to the same match every year. Okay? So, Tony said, Tony said, this is the fifth year in a row we're doing this. And then the fifth year in a row, we have horsewomen in matches. <laughs> the fifth year in a row. 2017, we had Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. 2018, we had Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, who took Becky's place in the match because Becky broke her nose. <laughs> 2019, it was Becky versus Bailey versus Shayna. <laughs> and 2020, it was Sasha with Bailey in her corner against Oscar. <laughs> so now here we are with Becky versus Charlotte. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> so, I can't. I don't even know what the fuck to do here. Like, because Charlotte needs money for the wedding? I don't know what to do here. Like, who the fuck wins this match? Like, who does? Like, I don't know. Okay. Double count out. Okay, okay. wait a minute. I got a better question. I got a better question. Who the hell cares? Apparently, some people do. And we're here to preview the match. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Stop. What do you think? Double count out. And if not, Charlotte, because, you know, she has to win everything. Luckily, it's not a title match. <laughs> this is not a title match. Although I want to throw out there, Charlotte, they did give her a new opponent. Tony Storm is going to be facing her in the future. On SmackDown. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. They really put somebody new in there, finally. So, um, I'm literally going to do, I'm going to, I'm picking random. I'm going Becky Lynch just to be different. I, I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would be shocked if they end this match with like a disqualification like they did with Ronda versus Charlotte that one year. That wouldn't shock me either. Dad, mm-hmm. what do you think? Um you know, I, I gotta go with Becky, but here's the thing. Uh is it gonna be a clean match? Is there no. some, is, is it will be disqualification? That's it, what I'm it, thinking. <laughs> it, it, it will there be a another woman of interest that would come in and basically want to either take the title from either... Well, Becky, well remember, Liv Morgan during the Morgan Henderson back for Bex, mm-hmm. and Charlotte is having a feud with Tony Storm. So they have feuds already starting. So Okay, so my other question is, is Bailey expected to come no, back? No, 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 no. She's still here. No, it's too early. Don't even okay. tease me with that. Don't tease me with that. Trust me, don't do well, that. No, I, I was, was <laughs> a legitimate question. I'm just, just wondering. Uh, earliest, earliest, I, the earliest I'm expecting her back is the Rumble. That's the earliest I'm expecting her back. Okay. After right. earliest. Like, yeah, that's still gotta, two and a half months I, away. I got to go with Becky. Okay, fair enough. Besides, so she, main she, event, she needs to keep the baby happy. To the main event, it is the head of the table. Universal Champion Roman Reigns against WWE Champion Big E. Uh, in a bizarre moment, watching a Roman Reigns Xavier Woods match in the main event of SmackDown, that was weird last week. <laughs> that was really strange. So I put, like Woods looked fantastic at this. So I can't really complain about that. Um, there's no way how Roman loses this match, right? So <laughs> there's no way. Um, you know what? I'm thinking Big E's going to win. Ooh, okay. I think Big E's going to win with help, obviously. Obviously. Um, and I think he definitely needs this win way more. Roman's going to need it. And I can see Roman wanting to lose, uh, you know, behind the scenes, not, you know, on camera. Or I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They make for interesting story because he had not lost a match in like three right. years. He legitimately had lost a match. And it's a perfect back. opportunity to give him a loss with the title on the line. True. Very, very true. Dad, where do you break the tie? Uh, I got to go with Big E. 
um, because I think to keep Biggie's storyline going with the, with the title is, is good for Raw. Um, Roman can afford to lose this, but and here's the thing: the whole sticky wicket is the unknown factor. Is where's Brock? Suspended. You know, is he still like on his desert island? Or I would not he, expect to see him until January at the earliest. I don't expect to see him until January. I mean, or, or does or here's the he thing: he's on an island. He lives at a shot. He lives in a freaking in a field outside the Nova, Nova Scotia. <laughs> he doesn't even have a phone. The man does not have a phone. So I mean, my thing is: does he make an appearance and sit in the audience for Survivor no. Series? They're not paying him. Whatever he charges to sit in the audience. That's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> well, maybe so he's got a nobody cares about. He, co- he so comes in there with a, he comes in the hoodie and no one recognizes him. And all of a sudden, the last second, he pulls down the hood, jumps over the railing, and slips into the ring. That would never, that, that, that's, that, they would not do that. They'll save that for like the Rumble or something. That's when they'll do something like that. <laughs> in a bigger, in a stadium in the Rumble. That's what they'll do that. <laughs> Hey, that's Survivor Series. We'll watch it on Sunday. Half pay attention to it and maybe hate watching it. Like we'll do it. You, like we normally do I this mean, show. I, so honestly, I, have to ask you a so, so I have to ask you a question. This is a legitimate question. A bunch of months ago, you came on this show. <laughs> you said, I am not watching Raw anymore. I can't watch Raw anymore. If anything, I'll come out here and we'll talk about things. But I, I, just let me know what happens on Raw. That strike took you two weeks and you're back watching Raw every week. <laughs> Why do you watch Raw? But you hate it so damn much. <laughs> you want to know the real reason? Yes, because that's 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 our time. That's okay, well, just, I was just wondering because you haven't even been to a show in the last week because you're new sleep schedule. So, like, I was just curious, why do you on uh, Raw? I'm not even on. I'm only half watching Raw the last like two months because we have to go to stars. I, so, I, <laughs> I thought that Sal's answer would be because he wants to see Big E. Well, I think it's the show and the fact that it's the time me and him watch stuff together. We do watch stuff together. We you know, watch stuff together. To be honest with you guys, I'm not even hyped up over the Survivor Series pay-per-view. Like I, I said, we'll watch it. It's on. I hope it's like a two-and-a-half-hour show and we're done. You know, Honestly. <laughs> to me, yeah. to me, because of the way the card is, it's like something you play in the background as you're eating your Thanksgiving dinner. I, I, well, tell me how it's Sunday and not the Sunday after Thanksgiving. It's not even the same week. If you want to watch the show on Thanksgiving, MLW is doing a show on Thanksgiving. So there you go. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what you're, what you're oh, no, doing? No, no. They, they recorded it. They recorded it. Oh, but they're airing yeah. it on Thanksgiving night. <laughs> what you're doing is you're getting everything all set for Thanksgiving, and you have to be not on Sunday. Not on Sunday. <laughs> no, no, hear me out. You, you've got a taste what? test. Make sure you got everything. The oh, says, why don't you go says the man. Says the man. Says the man who a couple of years ago destroyed our stove. So in our oven because he couldn't baste the turkey right and poked a hole in our pan and almost destroyed our it completely destroyed our oven. <laughs> that is a true story. That is a true story. <laughs> Maybe if you have some wrestling on in the background. I was at work, so I did not even there know about this. Like I heard about this from Andy when I was at work. <laughs> so all right, we have one more thing to do. Last week, when the show went so damn long. And then we had technical difficulties near the end. I forgot to do one thing I wanted to do last week on Trump 100, so we'll do it here. And I will share screen it for everybody here. And that would be the 2020 Blake and South Show Awards announcements. I completely forgot about this last week. I forgot about this. Um, so do we, we have, have any new categories this year? 
No, because I honestly, we have three categories. It is three of us. We'll do okay. this quickly and we'll get out of here. Um, because I, I just love having Sal react to things. I'll have him do the first one because it's the host of the year. Sal, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I wonder who the nominees are. Uh, go for it. Mm-hmm. It's me, it's Blake, and it's Dad. Who was not you won last yet. year, though. Hey, you won last year, though. So that's a good thing. By the way, funny part is dad did not win this award yet, but he did win the uh, last the last time he was nominated for analyst of the uh, uh, analyst of the year. He did win that award. So, <laughs> so that was the first game regular host. You know, you know who's going to get host of the year this year? You? CJ. He's not even. He has not been on the show this year at all. He, he is avoiding the show this year. Apparently, can, can't we like put him as nominated? No, okay. you can have the next one. <laughs> okay. For special guest of the year, the nominees are Rich Fan, who won 2019, Kelly Wells, John Parker, and Tom. Yes, Tom Stump. Okay, personally, I want John to win. We'll see what happens when the when the tallies come out. I I'm not gonna lie. I I don't. I'm not going to. To, to show my hand on who I'm voting for, who I'm going to be voting for at all to the people listening. Oh, no, all. of course <laughs> not. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. But I'm not going to make my decision. Until no, of course not. not. <laughs> this is not a visual podcast. Shush. Shui, do I you want to highlight it? That's why nobody knows what I'm talking about. For analyst of the year, we have our <laughs> record there. Mandy, who's our 2017 winner. Scotty, 2015 and 2018 winner. Mike, who won last year. I threw, I, I think I, I think that was the um, I think that was the Mike never won this award, awards. So he better win this award last year award. And <laughs> <laughs> our newest person that joined our crew this year will be Leandra, who helped us with our hockey coverage this year. So she is nominated in this category as well. Um, voting will begin as soon as this show goes up. Um, I do have the, I actually have it all set up. I just got to publish it so everyone can see it officially. So when the show goes up, the voting will begin. So get your votes in. If you're nominated, retweet, 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 and um, repost and get people to vote for you. Um, sure popularity contest. It is a popularity contest, and I will not care if you win because of popularity, unlike dancing with the stars people. Vote, vote for, for me. <laughs> I don't care. Vote for me. Vote for him. There you go. So let's get. Let's have vote, to get out of here. Vote I, twice I, I, and vote often. Vote twice and vote often. We're not in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> well, we get people that will vote from Chicago. That's very, very, very true. So, all right. Well, that's that. That's that's quick and simple. Let's get do this. Dad, what are we closing the show with? We're closing the show with a song called Starting All Over Again by Is Is. He's the individual of Polynesian descent that sang Over the Rainbow with his ukulele. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that version actually a lot. That that inspired the um, version they used in Scrubs as well. He, so. Yeah, he was taken too soon from from us, and he left uh, some music that uh, I guess he recorded, and they released it after his death. So, okay, we'll close out with it. I like this it's something different for you. I like it. It's not as old school as you normally take us. I like it. <laughs> so, all right, Sal, let's get out of here.
Yeah, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, go to our website, theplaykinsoundshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, uh, and pretty please leave a comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Yes, we are part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association, the National Podcast Association. Uh, for more information, go to podcastassociations.com. And for those wondering, the National Podcast um, Festival has been canceled, so we will not be attending it in December. Uh, Damn. Unfortunately. Um, damn it, COVID. So, Dad, say your thing. Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And please, if there happens to be a local independent wrestling organization where you are, please go patronize these people. Uh, you'll be amazed what these young men and women are going to do to entertain you in the sports, you know, in the in sports entertainment and pro wrestling. And, you know, these are the young women that are going to knock your socks off and they're going to do their damn best to entertain you. So please go patronize the people, but do it safely. And uh, depending on whether you want to vaccinate or not, it's your own choice. But I'm personally urging people to vaccinate. Stay six feet away and wash your hands. And damn it, we want to make this COVID go away so soon so we can all spend more quality time together. I'm not going to dance around the subject matter with that is Get your damn nasty backs. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. There you go. I'm, not even gonna dance. I'm sick of dancing on the Well, thank you for the translation. I'm so sick of dancing on the subject matter. Get your damn massive backs. Anyway, <laughs> next week, next week. It will be our Thanksgiving special and also Dad's birthday episode because Dad will our Dad's birthday is right after Thanksgiving. So there you go. Um, Yay! We put Yay. together some. Um, we get a weird fantasy draft, this fantasy team thing that Sal came up with, and it turned out to be a completely different show than what we and Sal were totally planned. <laughs> so you'll hear it next week. You'll understand next week when you hear it. It's a lot of fun. Um, the week after, we will be previewing NXT War Games with Tom Stout from the PW Torch. He'll be coming back in two weeks, so that'll be a lot of fun and. Also, Christmas season begins on this show for Christmas Christmas music. And also, we'll have our new intro that we teased last week that Dad recorded. We'll start that on our next show in two weeks. So there you go. A lot to look forward to. You, do you, have you guys realized, if you listen to regular radio, not XM, that there's already stations playing Christmas music? You really don't listen to regular radio? <laughs> I do. I do. I don't. Like, but I don't. Like 93.3 like is Christmas music now. Thanks for warning me. Uh, you know, I don't listen to the Tomorrow I'm on the road all the time, especially on Mondays. I listen to the XM all day. So, <laughs> to be honest. All right, let's get out of here. I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. Or Sal, or whatever. And Sal. Sal, yeah, that's it. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal, I mean, the Blake and Sal show <laughs> with Mark. Have a good day, everyone. We love you guys. Be safe. Stay warm.
Thank you so very much. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Well, you know what? You can go fuck yourself then. <laughs> I'm just wow. What a time to go online. At the time, I was just that's where I'm blooper. On that note, on that yeah. note, we're going to get started because I want to be on in an hour. So let's do this. Yes, I would like that, please. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Goodbye. And good night. Good night.